Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ghost Maps is partnering with Trip Frigo for a special Halloween event. For just $9.90, step past the veil of the ordinary with a selection of our supernatural stories together with exclusive commentary from the creators. You'll also be the very first to enjoy a never-before-released episode of Ghost Maps. Sign up for terrifying tales from Trip Frigo, produced in partnership with Hantu, now at tripfrigo.com. You could also win tickets for the event by taking part in the Map Out Your Best Ghost Stories contest. Simply tell us about your own supernatural experiences. Join the contest now at tripfrigo.com slash Halloween. Ghost Maps Entry 20 Coven Road, Singapore From the moment he alights his mother's car, Adam immediately seems like a typical 16-year-old. Hunched over slightly, pimply-faced, uneven voice, with clothes that are some approximation of what passes for trendy these days. His mother is a friend of a friend. She waves as she drives off, entrusting me with her son for the next hour, while she runs some errands, but also keenly aware of what we'll be discussing. Happily, I note that, like a lot of teenagers these days, Adam's not one to shy away from emotional honesty. When I ask about what had happened to him, he reaches into his backpack and pulls out a beat-up hardcover notebook. His journal, he tells me. He reads a bit of it, and my immediate impression is that his fear at the time was matched only by a strong sense of curiosity, a need to understand what was happening to him. I smile to myself. The second thing to cross my mind is that he reminds me of me at that age. My ex-wife, I thought to myself, would find that hilarious. I shake off the thought that I might be projecting a little, and ask him to start from the beginning. It was the 15th of June, 2018, a Friday night. Adam had been looking forward to this party for weeks. The party was at Rachel's, a girl he had a massive crush on. And sure, she had invited his whole group of friends, not him specifically, but the fact that he was even going at all felt like a good sign. She lived in a small condo along Coven Road, and her unit was on the ground floor right in front of the pool. The party, Adam wrote, started out awkward at first. Him and his friends had arrived unfashionably on time at five. But Adam had offered to help Rachel set up 
and as more people showed up at around 6, things started to loosen up. Food was barbecued, music was blasted at full volume, patio furniture was tossed into the pool, according to Adam's journal, it was an absolute blast. By 1 in the morning, things had died down. Most of Adam and Rachel's friends had left, but a few of them stuck around, just to talk. Rachel was starting to clean up, so Adam offered to help again. She smiled, rubbed his arm, and said that he was alright, that he had already been a great help. He had stammered that it was no problem at all. The smile she gave him could have lit up the night sky. She asked if it was in too much trouble whether he could help her bring some of the glasses and plates to the kitchen, and he opted to it. Her kitchen was a narrow room in a corner of her unit away from pretty much everything else. Adam flipped the light switch as he had entered, precariously balancing a stack of plates and a couple of glasses in his arms. He wrote in his journal about how the lights in the kitchen flickered eerily, but he brushed it off, the adrenaline from Rachel rubbing his arm fueling his bravery. In front of the kitchen sink, at the far end of the room, was a window that faced the corner of the condo's grounds where a whole bunch of bushes and trees grew. As he gathered up the dishes earlier, Adam had originally planned to surprise Rachel by washing them. Standing in front of that sink, looking out the window onto that mostly unlit area, the trees rustling in the night wind and casting ominous shadows, Adam wasn't so sure that he wanted to stay in that room for very much longer. But his hormones got the better of him. He started washing the dishes, humming a tune as he did, and thinking about how grateful Rachel would be to comfort himself. Still, he tried not to look out the window and wash the dishes as quickly as he could. He was almost done, and feeling pretty relieved that nothing had happened. When he looked up and saw something fly by the window. Adam assures me that it was a head. I ask him how he can be absolutely certain, and he says that he locked eyes with it as it flew by. He shrugs and admits that if that was all that happened, he would have started doubting himself after a few days. But then, he heard a voice from behind him. It was a little girl, no older than six years old, standing just at the entrance of the kitchen. You're not supposed to be here, the girl said to him sternly. Adam was startled at first, but regained his composure pretty quickly. He smiled uneasily at the little girl and asked her if she was Rachel's sister. The girl didn't respond, but seemed to look past Adam for a second, 
towards the window behind him. And just as suddenly as she appeared, the girl turned and ran out the kitchen. Confused and more than a little bit creeped out, Adam quickly finished the dishes and headed back out to the pool, where Rachel was relaxing with a couple of friends. He told her that he washed the dishes as casually as he could, though he readily admits to me that it probably wasn't as casual as he had hoped. She gave him a grateful awe, but then he mentioned that he ran into her sister in the kitchen. And her expression changed. She looked like she was both furious and frightened. Tears started streaking down her face. She got up and ran off. Adam was so confused until one of Rachel's friends spoke up. What's wrong with you? Her friend said. Rachel's sister died from cancer three years ago. Rachel called Adam a week later to apologize and to explain. She told him that it all took her by surprise because no one outside her immediate family had seen her sister, Nancy, since her death. Adam listened as she told him about how Nancy always had what their mother referred to as the sight. Ever since she was old enough to speak, Nancy would point to people that weren't there. Sometimes, Rachel said, her voice going slightly quieter, Nancy would tell their parents about the monsters outside her window. Before she died, Nancy kept saying how the family needed to be careful of the head floating outside the house. A year or so after she had passed, Rachel saw Nancy out of the corner of her eye, walking to the kitchen. She ran after the spectre, but of course, when she got to the kitchen, there was no one there. She thought she was crazy at first and didn't say anything to anyone. Pretty soon, however, she learned that her parents had seen Nancy too. She never spoke to any of us though, Rachel told Adam, her voice cracking. She started sobbing on the other end of the line. Adam cautiously ventured that maybe her sister was protecting him that night. Maybe she was protecting everyone in the house. And maybe, he added, Nancy hadn't spoken to anyone in her family because it would just be too hard for them. Especially after everyone had started to move on. Rachel's sobs slowly died down to snuffles. She told Adam that she wanted to believe that. Adam starts blushing when he tells me that she also called him sweet. He then says that he's had a few other friends confide in him about their own experiences since then. He tells me that that's actually why he wanted to meet up with me. 
his mother's friend, had mentioned in passing what I did. He tells me that he's been keeping an account of other people's encounters with spirits and the supernatural too. I look at him for a moment and suddenly wonder if this was what my mentor saw when he first met me. Adam asks whether he could follow me in one of my meetings one of these days. I smile and nod. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now. This episode of Ghost Maps was recorded on Audio-Technica mics. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.